0: Hi, you guys. It's your girl, Yahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode inspirational and informative. So it's March, and you know, March is my birthday month, and I celebrated my 45th Fourth birthday a couple of weeks ago i can't believe i'm 44 y'all i remember when 44 was so old like and it feels like it was just yesterday i was celebrating my 40th birthday it literally literally feels like that was last year um that I celebrated my 40th birthday, but I'm grateful, you know, not too many people, you know, not a lot of people have seen 44 years of life and I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for, you know, life in general. And I'm so blessed, um, with friends and loved ones who, you know, really care about me and make sure that my birthday was special. Um, what did I do for my birthday? Maybe asking, well, all I did really was, pampered myself. You know, my friends and family, they called, they sent me um, money (laughs) so that I could have a great birthday. And what I did with that money is I actually pampered myself. I had a spa day. I went and got my nails done. um, I went shopping, had a great lunch, and I actually didn't spend it with anyone except for my sister um, because the majority of my close friends don't live in the same town as I do um and the only other one um that lives here she was booked to capacity and I understand she runs a a really successful business so I understood that she couldn't really take the time out to spend with me on that particular day because it was in the middle of the week but we really enjoyed each other that weekend so I'm just grateful um for the friends and family that I had to make sure my day on a Tuesday was um, beautiful and it was beautiful weather here and I just thoroughly enjoyed myself and I felt like a princess. <laughs> so yeah, so um, and thank you to everyone um, in the, D- the DWH group who gave me birthday shout outs. I really appreciate it. All right, so let's get into this episode. On this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Belize Spivey. Um, I found Belize um, just through doing a search for herpes group on Facebook and I've been a member of her group for, I want to say maybe three years. Haven't been that active in her group, but I really did enjoy, um, what I enjoyed about Belize's group is that the members are very interactive. Um, so I would see a lot of stories like women who is, is mainly women. I haven't seen any men in that group, but it was women who were sharing their success stories, um, finding love and talking about, you know, their disclosure experiences. So it was always nice to see um, the positives, um, which is what I was hoping. And I think we are bringing to um, DWH. Um, But I just love the interactions that the women have there. Um, And Belize is a very, um, Interactive member of her group. She does a lot of videos on her Facebook group. She does YouTube. Um, She wrote a book. And she's now planning a retreat, um, which I don't know if she's making that public yet. But um, she is planning a retreat for women who would like to come together and bond, um, which I think is really important. Um, She also does life coaching. Um, for those who are still having difficulties with um, dealing with the diagnosis of herpes. So she provides one-on-one life coaching um, to those women as well. Um, Belisa's community is mainly geared towards the African-American community, but I wanted to bring her on um, because I thought she had um, a great spirit, and I loved her enthusiasm when it comes to supporting this community. So, Without further ado, let's get started with the interview. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So, how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash YAH. I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating With Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Yahira Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So, again, go to my Facebook page, yahira.jones.1, send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group, And then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time. But I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook. But this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So today, I have the pleasure of speaking with herpes advocate, STD life coach, social media influencer, author, and entrepreneur, Belise Spivey. Belise, welcome to Dating with Herpes. I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Thank
1: you so much, girl. Oh, you did that. I sound so important.
0: Well, you are. I love to
1: hear my own credentials. I was like, you better do that, girl.
0: Well, you are, you are amazing support for our community. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me as well as my listeners today. I wanted to first start off by saying that I've been a quiet member of your Facebook group, The Overcomers. And by the way, I love that name, (laughs) The Overcomers. Um, I've been a private member for a few years now, and I actually was a member before I even started my own Facebook group. And I always loved seeing the stories. I loved seeing how the members in your group supported each other. And I Mm -hmm. realized that I needed that for my podcast, you know, listeners, so that they can Mm. be able to kind of support one another. It's great that I was able to, you know, email them back, but it was just me. So I wanted them to see it wasn't just me, but there was a community of people that was willing to support them. So thank you for showing me the way and inspiring me to do that myself. So when did you start the Overcomers group and why did you feel that it was important to have?
1: Okay. So um, I started the Overcomer group because it wasn't, a, it wasn't an open black, like African American or black or melanin sister advocating. So after Starting on YouTube and becoming the first African American woman to start a YouTube channel and still the biggest YouTube channel, I said, You know what? People kept asking me, We need a support group, we need a support group. I said, But I ain't gonna be sick <laughs> Right. Because I'm sick of It's hard, man. It's so hard to find support groups. It shouldn't be that hard. It's a cult. Yeah. It's hard to find it. You gotta be initiated in. You gotta prove that you got hurt. It's crazy. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> that means somebody gotta know you have herpes to get you in the world like wow. it, I didn't like that I yeah. was like y'all isn't that hard to be healed it shouldn't be that hard to be healed right who understand so I was like I didn't want that I wanted to be open but in the beginning when I first started I think it was 2009 mm-hmm. yeah 2009 and the fall of 2009 um or 2000 I can't remember um was it 2009 at all it was something like that girl <laughs> but anyway when I started it it was because people on YouTube were saying we need a group mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do it because I was like if I'm going to do this we're going to do this right I'm not with this mess we're not bickering mm-hmm. we got enough going on remember we're not friends we're here to support right it's a difference right I know real sisterhood because I have been blessed enough to have it some women ain't got no friends especially black women so I while I knew the importance of it. Of keeping drama down and, and setting the tone, right. I was like, Ooh, I got different people walks of life. I don't know how I'm gonna do for this um, all by myself because mm-hmm. I didn't want I didn't have admins in the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. At first, I did, but they were close friends of mine at first, and they were clients. So I was like, I know y'all, y'all behind my back. But in the beginning, I had to I navigated by myself because I y'all are gonna be little means. Yeah, y'all give y'all gonna give. you see that in the group, they <laughs> the same what yeah. I say. I um, was <laughs> like, at the end of the day, what I give, I want to see in this group all the time, so I did it consistently for over a year, of uh, giving the same type of energy, like, we're positive here, even when new women came in and you know that drop of energy go down right, you know, you know with a group of new people, but we made sure to bring it back up, I'm like, we got new people ladies Let's, you know what to do, love right, on right, right, I will, them the I will them
0: say on. that um, <laughs> because I do now have my own group but it is a private group, group. <laughs> and I, I've Don't noticed I've noticed this. I'm saying that to say this. I've noticed that um, when new people do come in, they're concerned about who all else is in the group. Can anyone else see me? Who who are the outside? Are there any outside people? So I did make it a private group just for my listeners. I may in the future do something else, but I did want to create... I know it's a sensitive topic, especially when their first diagnosis. And that's a a lot of people who reach out to me is when they're newly diagnosed. Mm -hmm. And so they want to feel safe and they don't want to feel judged. So I said, okay, okay. Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. so I said, (laughs) okay, we're going to create that space so that they don't. But I love your group because I love your group too, because it's just, you know, people just sharing, sharing, sharing. And I all know in oh, my geez,
1: group. In group.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, I right. Right. And that's the reason why I'm still a member of your group, even though I have my own. Because yeah. in my group, I love my listeners and I love everyone who's in there. And and it's a great support system. Always say, you know, this is a safe zone. Like this is the place you want to come where you don't have anyone else to ask those questions. We've been through it, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we are all in this together. This is a community and we're here to be here for each other.
1: Absolutely, I agree. Well, can I give you a, like a little advice mm-hmm. to make, like, help them? The biggest thing to do is you, you create the tone. Mm-hmm. You want them to be open, you need to get wide open. You know in my group, I told everything. I told y'all when I was having sex, I told y'all <laughs> when I was dating, I told y'all yeah. everything. To realize, like, I'm your girlfriend. Yeah. And you know, like, you tell your girlfriend stuff because she tell you stuff. But if you don't tell your girlfriend nothing, she don't tell you nothing. Right, right. Too. But I would just say, you know, yeah, you still keep your distance. You're, you know, gotta learn privacy, some stuff you keep to yourself. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like if you want these ladies to truly be open, get real open with them. Right. Like, what you want them to be open with, you be open with. And they's like, well, she do it, so I'll do it. And if you consistently do it, other ladies going to pick up. And they're going to be like, girl, you can talk. She told, da 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 da, <laughs> told, da, 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 da. You know, girls, we jump on the yes.
0: bed. Yes. And you know what? I, I do do that. And at times, just like you said, I'm like, dog, maybe I overshare too much. Maybe I say too You're much. You know, you know, sometimes <laughs> Sometimes I've been, cr- I've been crying on there, boo-hoo That's crying good. sometimes. <laughs> that's a, but actually, you know that's human. it's human right and that's, and that's the point I don't do it on, on the Facebook group but I do it more so in my podcast um, yeah. you know where I've you know had anxiety about sleeping with someone without a condom you know like I said to myself I would never do that again and then I did it and I had that human moment like what the hell did I just do you know like You're now I'm
1: trying to <laughs>
0: but it was the anxiety after i was like oh my god you know like because this was somebody who didn't have herpes and so now i was scared like oh what if i was having an outbreak and i didn't know you know i was having all of those mixed emotions so i think they you know it was like she is really, you know, sharing
1: a lot. So, But I love those moments mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it shows that even as an advocate, we still navigate it. Right. Like nobody ever just arrives. That right. doesn't exist in anything that you do. And I think that's the thing, you know, In life, we see people on certain levels, and you think they don't have those type of issues. Baby, you're still going through it. We still go through it. We still get nervous. We still get, you know, we still deal with the rejection of things. Still building our own confidence and loving ourselves and all this other stuff. And don't act being an advocate. Now we got another layer. Now you really got to stop being all that I bring to the table. So, yeah. So,
0: you mentioned 2009 is when you started the Overcomers. When were you diagnosed with herpes, if you don't mind me asking?
1: matter of fact that's wrong it was 2000 and i found out in 2009 okay so that was like 2000 probably 15 16 it's like that i know it's all but i found out april 2009 um i was a sophomore at auburn university i had just transferred from um teske university to you you know um i still (laughs) feel like i graduated but, (laughs) but um i was I mean I was new I went to all black school and then switched over to so predominantly white I was in shock mm-hmm. like I never went to a white school ever in my life even though I didn't have a problem with mixing and mingling mm-hmm. um, it was just a culture shock mm-hmm. like it was hard um, and the community there was small and funky I mean, they bougie um, so I had to fit. it was hard for me to fit um, I started to get really social on campus because I'm a social butterfly so I started to get, I can tell um, yeah so I started to get you know and, it was so much to do on the campus, so I started volunteering volunteer and stuff, and I ran into this guy, met him, he was cute, he was transferred too, so we just hit it off, um, we hung out a couple of times, um, and then he was like, oh, you know, you want to spend the night, mm, I'm drunk, you're drunk, let's go, you know, <laughs> type thing, we did use protection, things like that, literally the next morning, I had the most irritation, you know, any woman, you know, first irritation, you just assume that you tear, mm-hmm. that's normal, Irritation sometimes it can just be bacterial vaginosis, you know, just your body chemistry don't mix, right? Um, because I wasn't tripping, but as I kept walking, it started to increase. I was like, Whoa, what's going I on? Ain't on I didn't yet. have sex for a while, so I was like, eh, It's not my first round. around, so now I'm normal, <laughs> you know, type thing. I get back to my dorm, I'm about to take a shower, and I looked, Oh my god, girl, I have blisters, and I was yeah. like, No, you know, type thing. Um, I called, you know, at the time a girl that i was close to she was a friend of mine she was in school for nursing but she had already she found out she had uh-huh. HIV the year before so mm-hmm. I, I had somebody who would understand mm-hmm. all the emotions of having something that you quote unquote can't get rid of so i was like oh god she was like you're gonna be okay she started her she said yeah, it like herpes i'm like i know i know i know um type thing even though i didn't know a lot about herpes i was like ain't nothing else that come up with you know mm-hmm. but i was like i don't think it's that you know type thing so I was just freaking out. I reached out to him. I was like, "When? Last time you tested? Even though should I ask before? But the goes on." But at the end of the day, um, he was like, "You know, I'm here for you. You know, get tested. Let me know." Found out literally later. He did not have it. I did not get it from him.
0: Oh wow!
1: I'll tell anybody. Herpes do not pop up the same day.
0: Right.
1: That you just having your you could be having your initial outbreak just because you have herpes doesn't mean you have your initial outbreak right away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. I tell anybody, look at it like COVID. I love COVID at this point now because I can use it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I said you like COVID. You can have COVID for two weeks and don't know it. Yeah, because you know, when you like, was when you, you was just COVID
0: explaining idea. that I was like, the same
1: day? Like <laughs> Right. It doesn't work like that never have any symptoms and then people who get covid and i mean they get sick like Ugh. you know mm-hmm. it seem like they get sick automatically but that's not the case everybody's just different yeah everybody's different it has a a two-week span that it can kind of just be there that's mm-hmm. how a virus work it can just be there it takes a little bit a lit for your body to say oh no we gotta got invader let's do something yeah you know your body goes into uh fever like it's like you're getting the flu mm-hmm. um type things and then some people get bumps. some people itch, sometimes it burns it's just everybody's different i think that was the for me i had the typical what herpes would look like everybody mm-hmm. don't have that where it's easy for you to kind of brush over but
0: yeah my, sure, my experience found out. <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry no
1: no no. i said that's how i found out um Mike,
0: mm. yeah, my...
1: that was the critic of a
0: new life <laughs> yeah my experience was a little similar too. it it took about a week for it to pop up on me but i did know someone else who had it one of my best friends had it so when i started seeing those symptoms i was like girl Please tell me, yeah. all, this is not what I think it is. And she was like, yeah, I think it is. And we went to the doctors together. Like she, she took went to the clinic basically. And, mm-hmm. you know, I talked to someone and it was like, well, you have to get, you know, go to a doctor's appointment. We can't do that here. But she was willing to go with me. Cause she was just like, you know, I've been through it and you're going to be okay. You know, like that. So let's talk a little bit about your path to becoming a herpes advocate, life coach, all of the things that you do, what prompted you to step up to the mic to talk about the topic that still has a stigma? You know, it's one thing to know about it, but what made, what gave you the, you know, what made you want to do the overcomers group and, and also, you know, do all of the advocacy stuff that you're doing? Um,
1: I could be honest. I have always been a person fired it underdog. Mm-hmm. I've been like that. I was younger, I always had a loud mouth, I would say what I want, when I want, to how I day that was, <laughs> I just gotta get tactful over the years, but it, I was always like that, um, and I just felt like I kind of was like, you, you, it, it's gonna work for you, mm-hmm. other people, you know, you gotta see somebody who don't care, and I'll, if you don't, if you don't know me from the outside, I'm confident it's crap, mm. Y'all won't know I have my own issues. Right. But I <laughs> come out this bold and confident all the time. <laughs> and it, you gotta come off like that even when you don't feel it. Right. Anybody who's an advocate, <laughs> we come out super bold, Be scared as crap. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Confidence is just there, but that has to be something that's just natural. So I feel like, you know, he utilized the fact I was naturally a bubbly person. I was naturally a person who was not scared to talk to people. I'm willing to have the hard conversations. So I feel like he just used my natural gifts. Um, And when I decided to do it, I was married. Mm -hmm. Like, married. And um, I. I had my bachelor's in business administration. I was getting my master's. I was gonna be a counselor. And I was like, Oh man, this would be dope, you know, if I can find a way to help people. I kept trying to figure out a way to help the this community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose not to be a counselor because it was gonna to take too long. Um, so I was like, Oh, life coaching, that's when life coaching became very popular. Right. So I got my and the services, counseling. So I still have a background in counseling, but my main focus was support groups and counseling. Like, I was learning how to facilitate. That was my whole study. Which is crazy, which I started groups, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I did that. Um, it's a couple of years. I did it in the background for a while um, in private groups and, you know, private settings. And then I said, you know what? This ain't working. It, it, it's so many things. It's not fair to people who are getting new diagnoses, going to Google, can't find nobody. Right. Then, so i was like i was walking down down like walking in my hall one day and he said you need to be a herpes advocate." i said you tripping <laughs> like it's i got a man i got two kids like what's wrong with you <laughs> i'm doing the work what else do you want from me right <laughs> he's like do it and it just kept running to me running to me i didn't do it right away but I kept doing what I was doing, and I started like seeking people out, and then I started support group, and then I was like, do the YouTube. I did the YouTube. That was scary. Like, that that mm-hmm. video went by. I went did that, and then just kept on and kept on and kept on and kept on. But he just started egging me. He said, "You see? Okay, you helping a little bit. Help more people. Help more people. Help more people." Um, and type thing. But I told my ex husband, I said, "Honey, I think I know what I want to do." He said, finally <laughs> <laughs> Because I was a stay-at-home, like, majority of the time. Oh, okay. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, right now it don't make sense for you to work, me to work, and we got the kids, and, you know, it's it's just straining us, in a sense, you know? He yeah. was like, stay at home, I'll work, we'll figure it out. Figure out what you want to do, and then we'll go from there. Which I'm grateful for him, I love him forever for um, allowing me to have that space. Because he could have forced me to go to work, even though every time I went to work, I always <laughs> had to come back home. Um uh, <laughs> But I think it was because, like, you need to sit down and figure out your purpose. Right. So I was able to do that. And one morning, I woke up, and I was like, babe, I know what I want to oh, do. Well, the day before, I know what I want to do. And on a Sunday morning, I posted on Instagram, and the whole world knew. Instagram and Facebook. And he he had to deal with the heat. Boy, ooh, the heat came to him like I was dying. They I had <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm here for you. I said, I'm not dying. <laughs> do you see this man? Two kids. <laughs> we don't living, baby. We got our own place, got cars. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, but it opened things. He was supportive um to me in, in a silent way. Mm-hmm. He was silent. Um, watch kids, make sure I stay oh, I stayed up late. He had children, bathed them. You know, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He was like, I ain't kidding. I just support you. He said, right, one thing for sure, I can't stop you from doing what God told you to do. If God told you to do it, I'm out the way. Right. <laughs> like, he's like, I can get in God's way about what he told you to do. So I respect him and loved him for that, even though we didn't work. But at the end of the day, he supported me 100% in my run of developing where I am today. Like, literally, he was in the he was in the foundation with me, making sure I was the kids in the house taken care of, while I literally gave out all the people. <laughs> literally. <Wow>. Literally. <laughs>
0: And you know what that's exactly where i am um i've been doing this podcast thing for almost four years and i feel like yeah and you know when i first started this podcast i didn't even know i was gonna it was gonna be a podcast one day i was in the house and i've told my listeners this before i was just in the house feeling depressed and god why me i I, you didn't bring because i moved to another state. And i was just depressed i was by myself feeling alone and it's like i can't believe this is my life sitting in the dark crying and he told me record this why do you I want me to record you know why do you want me so to record <laughs> why do you want me to record myself crying but i did it you know i just i picked up my phone and i recorded all of the thoughts i had in my head in tears all of the questions all of the feelings what I was feeling in that moment about having this diagnosis, everything. I just poured it out into this record, and it sat on my phone for almost a year. A year later, one of my friends, we was talking about podcasts. I didn't know what a podcast was. Like I didn't, four years ago. And so she was like, we was trying to think of ways to make some extra money, even though I don't make any money on this podcast. <laughs> but she was trying to think of ways, you know, to make some extra money. She said, well, you know, a friend of mine's. Does podcast and maybe that's something that you would like to do. And I was like, well, what is it? So I went on on YouTube, learned about podcasts and learned about which engine to use, which is the same engine I'm using today to use the podcast. So I was like, well, what can I podcast about? I don't know what to talk about. And God told me, talk about that. Talk about what you know. And I was like, God, I don't know about. I don't, you know, being, you know, like. Just questioning everything and being doubtful. I don't know about this. You know, this is a little too personal. I don't want nobody to know my business. You know, what that's if some? Right. You know, what <laughs> if some, What if somebody recognize my voice? You know, and all that stuff. And that. So then, I was like, well, I don't know how to start. And something told me, and I always say something told me, but I know it was God. Something told me, use that first episode. That's your first episode. What you recorded a year ago. It was still on my phone. I listened to it. Felt every emotion, even though I was doing better from a year before, felt every emotion that I had when I was recording it. And I was like, this will be an amazing first episode. And I, used, I still have that as my first episode on my podcast. And when people hear that this that's what they say, caught them and wanted to listen to whatever else I had to say, because it was so pure. You know, it was pure. It was ex- everything that I was feeling people were able to identify having that emotion, not knowing what to do and the why me, you know, a feeling just down. And even though I'm a whole lot better, you know, i realized that God put me through that so that I can be someone, someone can be able to identify what I've been through further down the line. You know what I'm saying? And I always tell my listeners, we go through these things not for ourselves. We go through these things to help the next person we don't know it while we're going through it but this is our testimony and then we can come back and say I've been through this and this is how I got through let me show you let me help you with this process because I've, I've now mastered it you know what I'm saying so Girl, <laughs> so now exactly where you what you were just talking about is where I am I'm ready to step outside of the podcast and be more visible but I'm having still those like Feelings, like, cause you know my my distant family members, they don't know that I have it. I tell the people who need to know, you know, I tell my friend, I told my circle of friends so that they could support me. My parents, they knew, you know what I'm saying. My sister knows, but and the people that I sleep with, of course, they know. But as far as like my distant family members, like my second and first and second cousins, they don't know what I have. And so part of me was still like, what are they gonna think? You know, are they going to treat me different when I, when I come out? Is my mom going to be in back? So she didn't want me to even do the podcast because she was the same way. What does somebody recognize your voice? You know, so I'm dealing with those things, but I feel like God is like, I have a platform for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to take you somewhere if you trust me. So,
1: Ooh, trust piece, you girl. know, That's it's my, hard. I ain't, I ain't ready for that trust piece, honey. I don't know about no trust when God tell you to do something. Right. You got to embarrass yourself. Right. You got <laughs> to <gotta embarrass> <laughs> That's when you know it's God. When you got to embarrass yourself. <gasps> I'll tell anybody that if you got to embarrass yourself or if you feel like you're going to shame yourself to yeah. do it, baby, that's God. That's okay. God. Because <laughs> the enemy, me, like, dude, you're sure ashamed. They're going to hate you. That's how you know the difference. I hope somebody hear that. Amen. That is, how you know the difference that is so God true. In the enemy. God's going to make you put your insecurities on front street mm-hmm. for the sake of somebody else understanding exactly how you feel. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I always sure. say, I always say that he's turned my pain into purpose so i just gotta trust you know that this this is just the beginning so i wanted to action i was going to leave it to the end because i had this in my notes what advice would you give me when it comes to stepping outside of the shadows and being more visible trust yourself
1: okay trust
0: yourself
1: remember the purpose remember why you're doing it Oh, it's coming for your hand. You got some insecurities, baby. they coming for them. That's how they get to be played. Yeah. But just know he's playing on that because he don't want you to help people. He right. don't want you to save people. Because I think we got a new calling. We're going to save folks yeah. out of the pit issues. Yep. That is a deep calling because sex is the biggest issue with any belief system. Yeah. Girl, we can yeah. Be this is discipleship. You and me. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't do this type of work because they say
0: it's ho ho. Nobody wanna talk right. about it. Oh, you die here. You came in with sex and best believe you decided to do it. It's right. True.
1: That's the truth. That's the truth. That's I don't care how here. safe you are. Can <laughs> any belief, and I like yeah. to say that because you know, everybody believe in what they believe in, but we all have the thing that we believe that safe, sex is sacred, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever your belief system. We all know sex is important, it's powerful, and if not used correctly, it could put you in some weird, weird places. Right. Some places you do not want to be, get open up portals. I don't believe it. That's the truth.
0: That the truth. You know?
1: So, I, my biggest thing is number one, trusting yourself and remember you're here to save people. If you remember those two things, you're good. And remember that nobody can do nothing to you, baby. Hey, God got your back. That's the truth. Now, that I Even know. Your ups, your downs, your mistakes that you don't make on the platforms, going off on folks, girl. You know, if you got a little energy, to <laughs> come to the because they be trying your soul. <laughs> and that's
0: another reason. That's another thing. Because <laughs> podcasting has been my safe haven. I will say all of the listeners I've had, they've been nothing but pleasant to me. I haven't had a rude person, a person to bring me out of my character yet. But I know as soon as the day is long, when I when I'm become more visible, oh, they coming for me. I, oh, yeah. I, I know it. <laughs>
1: Who well, you think it is, it's mm. gonna be the ones that's closest to you. Because you just told me, and I want to be honest with you, it's gonna be them, because they're the ones that right now don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. Those are gonna be the ones that's gonna hurt the most. But remember, I'm not here for you. That's true. Yeah, that's good. You thought, remember, I'm not here to serve you. And thank you for showing me who you are. Mm-hmm. You forgot you told me you had gunner and chlamydia three times by the same <laughs> Oh, you wanna forget? <laughs> I didn't judge you for keep going back
0: to that food. Right. That part. (laughs) Girl,
1: they quick to forget that they got something they got rid of. Right. I'm like, you know know that can cause you to be unfertile. You call for, listen, monkeys, we still have babies, baby. We can just swing. Right. We can can do whatever we want to It don't hurt nobody Mm
0: -hmm. other
1: than your mental.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that part, for real. That's it. That's the biggest part. That is the (laughs) biggest part
1: that's the hardest part because mm-hmm. truthfully in our community our mental is shattered mm-hmm. it is the truth our mental is shattered because we're just getting to a place and i thank god for covid as many people as lost and i'm sorry for anybody who have lost loved ones and things like that but it opened everybody to really care about mental health mm-hmm. care about their bodies and care about what's best for them and their family and really get out of places that is unhealthy and to heal from past hurt mm-hmm. and current hurt learning how to grieve and you know how to function through life and you know, it just made you sit down and be still. Yeah. yeah. We're busy bodies, like, on purpose, because you don't want to think and you don't right. want to feel.
0: and you want to feel. That's that for real. A lot of people <laughs> don't want to feel what they're feeling. But you have to, whatever it is, you have to feel it in over, in order to conquer it. That that owning piece, okay, okay, I do have herpes. Like I told my listeners, the first step of, of getting past whatever you're feeling right now is accepting the fact that you have it and a lot of times yep. we don't want to like I, I did this for years i placed the blame on my partner for years like i hated him i can't believe he did this to me but i had to mm-hmm. also own the part that yeah i had unprotected sex with him like i played a part in it i had to and accept and enjoyed it, and oh, enjoyed oh, it. Enjoyed yes <laughs>
1: Girl, and that's enjoyed it. I yes. we I remember stuff like that.
0: <laughs> and wanted to I'm be with him.
1: You enjoyed it cool. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna say individuals who have been molested or raped. Outside or, of that, know, yeah. Those are tough because I'm not gonna lie, I deal with clients like that and I tell them, you must go to therapy. Mm-hmm. You must because you have to deal with being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. It's not even about the herpes, it's the reminder of the herpes that Right. You, you, you have to, it's not even about herpes. Because at the end of the day, number one, rape messed your head up. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it already mess your head up, and now you have something else. It's like a reminder that number one, you took something from me, and now you left me with something to remind me what right. you did. That's not an easy thing to deal with. I'm a strong believer in counseling. Y'all better do better health. I don't did it. It worked.
0: <laughs> I know that's real. I, I've done Listen, it, too. Not for herpes, not for this, but I, you know, I've definitely done counseling, and it, it does. So it if saves I, lives, like, it really does.
1: Listen, I'm gonna stop playing and use that darn job money. I, I know, know where you work, <laughs> <laughs> session baby, and then ask her for a uh, pay scale, right? Ask her for a pay scale so you can pay what you got. No excuses. I'm right. a strong believer. We are choosing mental health, you're choosing to, to be better. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to choose you. <laughs> do what you need to do for you not saying that you don't have it you have you have money for everything else
0: right
1: listen i'm a strong you gotta shake your booty to be healed baby shake your <laughs> to be healed. i don't care <laughs> do what you got to do Ask that dude you want to get your nails done but go get you some healing right he'll give it to you right <laughs> no baby, they were
0: calling
1: today my nails right there don't even know you going to go get therapy, Right. <laughs> Do what you got. Listen, everybody's scenario different. I'm using that scenario, especially if you're in an abusive situation. Sometimes you got to maneuver, baby. Mm-hmm. Learn how to maneuver. Get what you need, though.
0: Now, one of the biggest things a lot of people have a hard time with when it comes to dating after diagnosis is the disclosure piece and the fear Ooh, of on. being rejected what has your experience been with disclosing to a partner and what advice would you give to someone who is struggling with disclosing
1: okay i've been up and down i will had have good i have bad but i've only had one dude who had like a little snooty little attitude um about it <laughs> he thought i he, he really thought i was different because i had herpes i don't know what he was thinking i don't know he, he talked about the herpes community saying you not like him i said i am like him. what is wrong with you <laughs> no like, you try to take me away from it. I said, well, I still have it. What, and I'm not special. Mm-hmm. If you think negative to them, you think negative to me. If you disrespect them, best believe I'm coming for your head. Right. I don't play about my community, baby. Right. I said, you find the right one. I will fight you. Like, for real. Because <laughs> like, you're talking negative about me, you're talking about me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't have guys like, you know what? You know, I can't deal with that. And I, I come to learn. Remember, everybody have choices. Don't right. get out. It about it's not about herpes if you got rejection issues already and confidence issues already baby just about to be vaccinated. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! if you struggle with dating or choosing or being chosen you're gonna have a hard time because you're gonna make everything about herpes baby you couldn't get no man prior you can't get <laughs> no man if you can't pull chicks yesterday you couldn't pull chicks today Right. Okay? These are your real issues.
0: Right.
1: And I think that's hard when you get this because you think, well, just because you were able to get a little something. And I say this with my community all the time. You could you had a hard time keeping a good and good man before. Why you think, I can't find a good man. Girl, you didn't have one last time. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we gotta learn how for you to choose better so right. I'll say the biggest thing with uh, with dealing with disclosure is number one disclose to yourself you need to get to a place of disclosing to yourself and getting out of those nasty feelings you feel about yourself when you say the word herpes that should not bother you it's nothing but a virus right you didn't cringe when you hear COVID <laughs> and that's a virus <laughs> you know what I mean like why are, you ident- why are you making it your identity that's the problem right that part you're making your identity you're still beautiful you're still getting your money you're still da, 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 da,
0: da, whatever you are you make it even so much you know, bigger than what it is like, like it's it's yeah. not it's not who you are it's just something that a skin disease that you have you know it's this. not who you are Tree yeah like it and goes. <laughs> right <laughs> you know what that's a good one i never thought about the eggs eggs yeah the i can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it
1: what <laughs> out of you when you get eczema it's these dark marks mm-hmm. some people got scalps some people get super so you know they, they they are i know this girl she used to have eczema like right above her you know mm-hmm. so she it was it was very embarrassing because mm-hmm. it was dark so just imagine if you have eczema or if you have psoriasis psoriasis can be embarrassing mm-hmm. for some people depending on where it's located you know, some people got it in their scalp. Yeah. Just think that, y'all. Just consider any other things that other conditions you have that you have that insecurity about. It's like the same thing. And some people may not accept you that you got psoriasis It's eczema. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. But somebody else may think it's a big deal. you know? <laughs> Yeah, because they feel what they feel. So just know when you're getting back into the dating field, everybody have a choice to choose. Remember, he was just out of your throat two seconds ago. So talking about like, you I, I think I got You know all of that, <laughs> girl. who still feel the same way. He's just making the choice what he's best for him. And I want to say this for my ladies: there's two reasons why dudes don't want to be with you because you have herpes. Number one, he don't think y'all gonna make it. And number two, he don't think y'all gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being
0: honest.
1: Yeah. The main reason dudes don't stay is because he don't he don't think y'all gonna be able to make it. Mm-hmm. When a dude think y'all gonna make it through that relationship and all the ups and downs and stuff that he may put you through, maybe he'll put up with anything. Look at y'all see y'all five. And the people who got who. <laughs> I'm just being real.
0: Yeah.
1: He didn't think he said she worth the fight or she can put up with something.
0: One or the other. Mm-hmm that works the a, fight part like it, i i used to use that i'm not even going to lie like if i i did it i used to use it as a test like that works right it really does like if if not to say that anybody who says okay yeah i'm willing to you know i don't see you any different that that means that that person is going to be your forever but at the same oh, time don't that right because that's what we i'm I'm gonna say for myself that's what i used to do like as soon as soon as he was like oh i'm okay with it it's no big deal i want to continue to you know date you i was like oh i'm about to marry him like he is accepting me but now now what i've learned okay that's just okay that's a hurdle that we got over now now i know that you're a little bit more open-minded you're not closed-minded you're educated possibly and you're willing to see or that you see me beyond whatever the issue is, whatever you know. So I, I use that as a test now. But um, yeah, don't don't be tricked and think just because he the person is accepting, or if they don't accept that you're not worthy, or if they do accept, you know that that's going to be your forever. Because y'all look at me, like I I used to date a lot. I used to joke that I was like a dating. Uh, what did I used to say? I was a. Um, a data dating alcoholic or whatever. I used to use some other term, but I I was no serial data. That's what I used to use. I was a serial data. Like it seemed like as soon as one little situation ended, I would be like, okay, well, on to the next. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't hard for me to you know disclose to people anymore. So I was just like, I didn't care. You know, if you if you like it, great. We can continue. If you don't, let's keep it moving on to the next. You know. But now I'm starting to slow down. <laughs> Now I'm, I'm starting like, to slow down, I, and I'm like, I, I want the stability now. Like, I'm ready to settle down and, you know, girl. find somebody who wants to be there for the long haul. So, yeah. I, and I, and I, that's I, another part, because girl, that's, a whole, that's a whole nother part. We
1: don't have to talk about that again, because, <laughs> girl, I can talk about dating all day long, because it's level to that thing. Yes. It's level because a lot of stuff we're gonna be honest, we don't know things. A lot of us are dating so wrong anyway. Yeah. And when you get herpes, you just you're still trying to do the same thing. I'm gonna tell you, after your herpes diagnosis, you cannot move the same. Right. Now, I'm gonna say this to you, you will move the same for a while, cause it's habit. I can be honest, I always just did something, I am like, ooh, I should have asked you that beforehand. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> ah, we're here. You know, the whole thing is don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. The vibe be right sometimes. You just flow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I ain't gonna say it was an accident, Nothing not an accident, baby. Nothing an accident. It was a setup. But it anyway. ain't <laughs> Sometimes you just go with the vibe. You go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And then your conscious comes, like, hello, let's ask some questions. <laughs> you know right. I mean? Still ask those questions. Don't be embarrassed to ask them after. It does not matter. Ask anyway. Communication is still vital before, sex, and after. Right. I say that to everybody. Because at the end of the day, stuff do happen. Yeah. Still communicate everything, y'all. Communicate. If you want a healthy relationship or something that is real, you must be open to talk to your partner about your diagnosis, about your outbreaks, about your confusion with it, your ups and downs with it. That person is not going to get irritated with you because you down and out. They're just going to be like, okay, babe, I want to support you. Don't feel like you're bothering them with your diagnosis and, they knew what they were getting, well they may not know what they were getting
0: themselves into but they agreed to go with you along the ride. And even if they do get annoyed then maybe that's the reason you need to be side eyeing that people like you know what I'm saying? Like you can't okay so you can't handle me Me right you can't handle like what is the problem? That's something you may need to be like okay this is the red flag and you need
1: to act. I'm a stronger ladies ask questions I mean, hard ask questions. If you if you talking to him like, man, this outbreak got me down. You're like, man, why you always talk about that? Right. Red flag. Right. And you asked him. They said, "Do it bother you to talk about it?" Like, babe, right. It
0: That's a good question.
1: You know, it does bother me. Do it bother you? And you're like, man, I'm just sitting here talking about it. But babe, you remember this is in this is something I deal with. And if it matters to me, shouldn't it matter to you? Right. I'm not. As- if you to understand what I'm going through, but babe, this is irritating. And if you keep on, because that's what they do when they really ain't for, for you for real, mm-hmm. cut you know,
0: cut off. them off. Exactly.
1: Let me put them out too if you live with you
0: or her, because I do have male listeners. Yeah,
1: female girl, these women a trip, honey. <laughs> I, I be on my being I said, said, what cut <laughs> off? Yeah.
0: So tell our my listeners. So tell my listeners. What are some things? That you're working on now. I know that I, I saw that you were working on another book. So just tell us what what projects you're working on now.
1: Oh my god, y'all! Like I got some good stuff. Oh! <laughs> I got some good stuff. It's still in the work, so I got some good stuff working um together. I am partnered with some other amazing other ladies in the heartbeats community, and we about to bust the wide. We about to bust a wide. That's the wide. <laughs> we about to we about to change the game black women about to hit the market hard in the herpes community we're number one we know black women number one for getting herpes quote unquote which i think is a lot but anyways y'all hear my kids in the back here it's okay um, but and they all went upstairs but at the end of the day um i'm working on that so that's gonna come out very soon i say you know, second in the, in the second quarter um that all that stuff will come out. Uh, my products are doing amazing. Talk
0: about like, your products.
1: I, I like my it. products are doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say something else. Y'all don't know. Most people who sell herpes products have herpes. Will never tell you. I'm <laughs> gonna we'll tell y'all the truth. <laughs> they, they are too ashamed to even show their face.
0: Yeah.
1: Why would you want to buy a product for somebody who's still feeding the stigma?
0: That's a good question. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna get. Listen, I don't care what they feel because my product's better than theirs anyway.
0: So, what products do you offer? T- talk about that. So,
1: so, great. So, I offer three main products. I have the Speed Up Cream, which is a topical cream that you can apply to any area that you're having an outbreak. Itching, burning, tingling. Girl, Woo! put it on there. gets your life. Okay? <laughs> it even works with eczema, oils, so much other stuff. Any other skin condition, you can use it on. Okay. Another thing I have is itch be gone. We know that itch is the devil. Yeah. You know yeah. you want to scratch your soul out, okay? <laughs> like, anyone who got yeast infection back to your nurse, you know what I mean with an unbearable mm-hmm. itch. Even use that spray on that. I also have people use it for their scalp, different things like that if they have any itching. So that's the bomb. Then the next thing I have is a washout soap. Listen, a black man came up with this soap, baby, Okay, okay. No. Um, he asked me for this soap, and I came up with a soap. Because you want a gentle wash. Anybody who have an outbreak in their gym suits, your soap can burn the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. Now, Dove is, 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 is gentle, and um, Dow is gentle. But depending on what you use, because some people use body washes, it can burn. Because yeah. you got an open, you know, some people, it's open, or you got cuts, and it can burn. Who want to burn it? Okay, right. who want to burn it? okay nobody wants to do that you already deal with this natural internal burning anyway so you don't want to deal with that so now i have a soap that you can clean up good smell good and feel good <laughs> okay so and, and it could be
0: used for the- for anybody because i do have anybody i have all types of people listening to me so you know mm-hmm. anybody can use it um yep. and how do we order where would we go to order products
1: for me so you'll go to www.stdlifecoach.com and you'll go over to the little tab and go to the Overcoming store. And everything's there. Good thing, y'all. We got international. Ah! So we're going international. So we're in Bahamas. We're in South Africa. We are in Puerto Rico, uh, Dominican Republic, uh, UK, and anywhere else you want me to tell you. So if you, if you don't see your place... Message me, you can DM me on Coach Belize on Instagram and say, Baby, I don't see my thing, and I'll put it up there and make sure you order.
0: Okay? <laughs> Internationally, no, that's what I'm talking about. Baby, <laughs> I, I
1: don't send it to um, this person, they are all the way in another country for, they in the military. Mm. If I can't find way, I can suppose I'm <laughs> right back. So, Wherever you're located, I was so happy to have South Africa. I said it's going down. You know? <laughs> so I have it in all places. I, on top of that, we got afterpay. No excuses. You don't have to pick gas That's what's up in between your gas and your outbreaks. Maybe you can do both. That's what's up. That's good. And, mm. <laughs> and you can make sure that outbreak can get you down. Cause boy, stress is real like here in these streets. <laughs> it's like going on, y'all. And your they products,
0: are they natural or are they all natural products? Yep. Yeah.
1: Damn, all natural products, um, all organic products, all essential oils. I pick. I, I literally created a pool of, I literally pour everything that works.
0: Mm hmm. Super. So
1: it gets the job done. That's good. it. The because job
0: I know done. a lot of people, I had someone reach out to me recently because I was not that I'm, it's a sponsor to me or anything, just found something <laughs> that worked. And so people are looking for products, you know like nobody wants to be having an outbreak for seven days and not everybody like myself. I don't, you know, I used to have outbreaks almost every month, but thank God they, that has diminished. So I don't take pills anymore because I don't have outbreaks as frequent. But when I do have an outbreak, I don't want to be sitting here itching and, you know, scared to wash myself for seven days. You know what I'm saying? Girl, so that's why I, I wanted I, to make sure we plug your products. They're natural. And you know, I love, listen. I love that.
1: I don't play at all. And when you get off your deep, we and you gonna talk because I wanna offer you something a little bit more special. Than okay. That. Oh, okay. Now what a
0: Now tell us about your YouTube channel. How can we find you on YouTube?
1: All right, so you'll go onto YouTube and just look up SCD Life Coach. Boom, you're gonna find me, baby. Okay? okay. Nobody knows. You'll find me. Make sure you like, guys. I have new videos every Wednesday at 8 a.m. And about third quarter, I'm going to be running for 100k. It's time to make my channel the biggest educational channel. It's still the biggest educational channel. It's time for when Google pop up, I pop up. Right. People still are struggling to find content. It should not be like that because doctors still don't have resources. Right. So, since they don't really let's be honest, don't want to take our resources. We're going to just make the internet make us a resource. Right. Right. Okay. So now i found and then I can connect them with so many other people that they can love on and who understand their lifestyle. Just know, I'm open. I don't care what you like or what you do. Baby, I'm here to help.
0: Yes. And I love I don't
1: care it. What you do. I, I don't care about none of that. And I say that about my LGBT community. Mm-hmm. They... They're my babies, okay? Because <laughs> I understand it's no information for them, and I hate it to the core. Yeah. It's still that It's irritating.
0: It is. Ir- and imagine oh. how, because I've had herpes. I'm now 43. I had herpes when I was, I caught herpes when I was 21. So imagine there was nothing like this available. So I, I, I appreciate, even though we have a long way to go, A long way to diminish this (laughs) doggo, (laughs) a long way to go to diminish this stigma. Um, but I, I appreciate how we do have more research, resources than what I had when I was 21 years old, I felt completely alone and nowhere to turn to except for my best friend. And, and, you know, even though she helped, you know, it, it still wasn't enough to like settle me and make me feel like, okay, I'm gonna be okay. And I'm not alone. So, I'm glad that you're doing this. I'm going to step out more. Um, I love that we we do have a bigger community, but we have a lot more work to do. All right. Okay. And so, before we no, wrap, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I said we do. We do.
1: But yeah. I, I'm just so grateful. Social media have changed. Yes podcast and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and you know, it's changing the game. Like, i reels, real our lives, man. Doing those little videos and being able to talk about a little something, yes. it gets the conversation going. So, we're in a better place than we ever been. I give it another decade or so. It's going to be so, like, what? Yeah, I
0: said that too. I said for my younger, <laughs> my younger listeners, I have the quorum choral- um, demographic I, that listen to me are the 20 year olds and I said for them y'all I, I see the light at the end of, of the tunnel for y'all we still got a ways to go but I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel it's not going to be as bad for y'all as it was for me or right now when y'all get to my age hopefully there won't be a stigma like this anymore you know so so yeah, I appreciate everybody that's doing what they're doing now the ones that came before me and Hopefully, I'll be able to get to where you are, I believe.
1: <laughs> you're already there, ma'am. You're doing what I did. It's all about timing. Yeah. It's all about timing. We all started like this. Hmm. Everybody started in a group, probably had your own group, and then you just worked up to where you are. The fact that you have a podcast is a game changer It ain't. I don't think it's any of us who have a podcast, like, not a black woman anyway. Hmm. So, you know, you're in a niche, and you're in a good niche, you know, yeah. so... I'm
0: proud of you. I love, I love my listeners. They support me 1000 percent Oh, (laughs) 1000 percent And to say I had somebody email me from Australia last week. And I was just like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, wow. So I love it. Right. So before we wrap this up, Belize, is there anything else that you would like to say to my listeners? You use your
1: resources. I'm going to say that. It's no reason for you not to connect with her. Mm-hmm. You got somebody who you listen to the podcast. Don't be scared to get in the groups. Don't be scared to inbox. Right. Don't be scared because at the end of the day, that, that's that one person. At least you know one person who has it and one person you look up to. Just imagine how many more people who probably have even more similarities.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Use your resources. Stop being scary. We're not going to fight you. Right. <laughs> Let us help you. The same way you can go to the doctor for help, we're doctors. That's how I look at us. Mm-hmm. We are just live, in the flesh, talking like whatever. Doctors
0: sure, we probably know more than what the doctors know because when you I go to them, they act like I they don't know nothing.
1: They I hope they are doctors studying medicine. They are not medicine. Right. <laughs> you want to know who's real medicine? That's herbalist. Mm-hmm. That's the doctors. The people who use it, experienced it, healed some things for real which within yourself, that's a doctor. That baby's studying medicine. I don't know nothing. You learned that with COVID, didn't
0: you? <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much, Belize, for joining yeah. me today. <laughs> I enjoyed you, Moo. Thank you. I enjoyed you also. That was awesome. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Dating with Herpes. I want to, again, thank Belize for coming on, taking time out of her busy day to speak with me and to share with you all. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this interview. I think she was so um, just entertaining and inspirational. I just love her spirit. Again, you can find Belize's products, the the skincare products that she's developed. You can actually go to www.stdlifecoach.com forward slash overcomer store and that's o-v-e-r-c-o-m-e-r-s-t-o-r-e store you can also book Belize if you would like to uh, um for her to just you know schedule a uh coaching session you could just do um www.scdlifecoach.com um to book Belize for a coaching session um again you can also go to um type in Believe Spivey on YouTube and you'll find all of her videos that she has uploaded over the years. Um, if you would like to just view those and, um, you know, gain some resources and wisdom from this lovely young lady. She has a a plethora of videos on YouTube. Um, so again, this is your girl, Yahaira Jones. If you would like to reach out to me, you can reach me at um, Yahira Jones Hope at gmail.com. That is Y A H I R A J O N E S H O P E at gmail.com. You can also message me by um, clicking the message button um, on whatever. P- streaming platform that you're using to listen to this podcast. Again, if you do choose that option, I cannot reply to you. So the best option is to email me at YahairaJonesHope at gmail.com. Also, shout out to um, the recent emails. I know that I haven't been quick to respond, but um, thank you for your patience. Um, I do respond to every email that I receive. So If I don't respond right away, it's not that I've overlooked it or that, you know, I don't want to respond. It's just that sometimes I'm doing a lot of things, going through a lot, as you've also heard in the previous episode. So just be patient. I will get to them as soon as I can find time to get to them. yeah, and also, please join Dating with Herpes. Dating with Herpes or DWH on Facebook is growing. It's not as interactive as I would like for it to be. So I'm trying to think of some ways to, um, to bring more um, activity in the group. And I know, I apologize to my DWH uh, members. I know that I haven't been as active um, on there myself. Um, y'all already know. Y'all already know what I'm going through, so I'm leaning on my moderators. I have two great moderators um, in the group um, to keep the activity going, to keep you guys engaged. So we're gonna—I'm th- gonna think of some new ways to get you guys engaged because I do want that to be a community where you can feel that you do, you can come and share or come and ask questions, and we do have that type of. Um, activity there, but I'm looking for a little bit more. So, so I'm going to brainstorm and think of some ways that we can bring some fun to the group, bring some inspiration to the group. I'm going to try my best to be more in, engaged myself um, since I've been coming back to work, it does take a lot of my time and y'all know when you get off from work, sometimes you don't want to do nothing. Okay. Sometimes you just want to be lazy. Sometimes you just want to go home, take a shower and just lay on the couch and watch some TV, do some mindless activity. And so, <laughs> so, I, you know, I got to do better. I realize I really do have to do better. And, and that is the plan going forward. Um, I will give you guys an update. Um, I want to do a story time next time. Um, because you know, from the last episode, I've been going through some things. So there's some new developments there. And then I also want to talk a little bit about my dating life or yeah, y'all, y'all get it (laughs) on the next episode of dating with herpes. But until then be safe and God bless.